Hey everybody! Hi! We are back. And, you know, I'm back and back and back and back and back. It's uh, almost like the movie Groundhog Day. Right, Squeezer? Just like, yep. That's kind of what this show is going to be today. Yeah, it's like, uh... It's like, uh, you, like you just uh, going back and back and back. Uh, I was trying to do a bit. Hey, it's Groundhog Day. I fucked up a bit. Uh, well, I'll do something that they've heard uh, plenty of times in this show before. I have a fucking puppers, bud. Oh, oh, hang on. Ready? Oh, yeah. Squeeze your set. Slurping. Uh, we, I'm tired, and I don't know if it was the four miles we walked or the six flights of stairs I had to walk to get to my car. You did it. You, you're on your bike now. Your cardio's fine, but I was... Uh, my cardio is, like, I'm, like, super de-duper. I was dying. I was a sweet, tired little boy. Aw. Got up there. I'm like, I fucking need oxygen. And you were right behind me, like, hi, I'm fine. <laughs> it, uh, it pays off. Yeah, I also like insist on carrying a backpack around that weighs fifty pounds. <laughs> who knows? I started uh, emptying I'm... mine out. It feels good. Nah, who knows? There might be someday I need something in there. Uh, I figure if it comes to that, I'll just build whatever I need. So you'll build a MacBook. Yeah, I just get some sticks and <laughs> some rocks and uh, some like battery acid, and you know, you put it together. I mean. You build I mean, the, the, the Romans, like, the Egyptians had computers that, that uh, the Baghdad battery, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All I need is some pottery and whatever, and some acid, and I'll be good to go. A little copper. Just a little copper, yeah. Just a little, yeah. I'll just smelt my own copper, so I'll build a smelter. Okay, first uh, step, yeah. smelter. First, you build a smelter. Right. Yeah. Well, first, you got to start a fire, so you got to collect some firewood. But eventually, you get there. You know, you know, it just takes a couple millennia, but eventually you have an iPad. Eventually, you've got that iPad. Um, news-wise, I don't know what what's in the news, Squeezer. The football weekend was fun. Uh, we have our Super uh-huh. Bowl set. Yeah. Uh, Are you rubbing it in again? No, I wasn't planning on it, but then I realized you're not going to watch it, so I kind of guess I am. No, no, we might. We might. I might get back in time to see some of it. Uh, James Gunn, speaking of like more important stuff, James Gunn announced yes. the entire slate of, um, I, I think that was yesterday morning I was watching that on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. This came right out and said they're doing a lot of stuff, a lot of out there stuff. Uh, the Todd Phillips Joker and Matt Reeves, the Batman movies are going to be labeled DC Elseworlds. <sighs> yeah, so they're not part of it. I like it. Just because keep doing that. Yeah. I'll be happy. I, well, I just, I want to see more of Matt Reeves and who's that kid who plays mm-hmm. the Batman? Because he's fucking great. Oh, the the Twilight the kid? The Twilight vampire, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's Whoever he player. is, fuck, man. Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. No, that's, that's T-1000. That's T-1000. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Yes. Yeah, yes, Robert Patrick. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, th- so they're going to do a lot of... It's going to kick off with a new Superman movie that James Gunn is writing, but not necessarily directing. Uh, they're doing a Waller show. They're bringing in what the fucking... What are they, the Vanguards from... Uh, uh, Wildcat, the Jim Lee book. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, to take in. I, I, I'm, I'm I, guessing it spans like multiple platforms too. Yeah, including video, video, video games, game tie-ins. But it'll all be, they'll all be tied. Stop sniffing me, Izzy. Your nose is wet. You smell good. Yeah. You smell like onions. <laughs> it's a dinner of onions. Yes. Oh, I get it. That's the pit book, Peggy Hill. Speaking of big news, um, uh, King of the Hill's coming back. What the fuck? I was just said King. So I'm trying to read. <laughs> I'm trying to read what the. It's not the Vanguards. What the fuck is it? Um, I don't know. If, if I go watch this fucking thing on Instagram, he'll tell you what he's bringing in. <laughs> King of the Hill's coming back finally to Hulu. Squeezer. That'll be fun. Yeah, I don't know. Without Lucky and Luann, I hope, you know, they do something to explain. I'm sure they will. Obviously, they're better, clever, more clever writers than I'll ever be, but I am excited. I think Hank Hill, in the era of MAGA Republicans, with his, and how conservative he is, oh, man, it's going to make for some funny stuff. Uh, and someone will complain one way or the other. Oh, people always complain. But, like, oh, man, imagine him in the era of COVID with mask wearing and stuff. And, I don't know, just Hank Hill in these different situations. I'm interested to see how Hank Hill's doing. What, are they going to make Bobby young still? Are they going to grow him up? Or, like, what are we going to see? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Because I kind of, I don't know. Because Bobby, like, older, like, it's either going to, he's either going to have to be a little bit smarter and more learned and, you know, Row as a person, or Bobby older is just a complete imbecile and idiot, and it's not going to be as endearing because you know and work and live with plenty of those people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mostly work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. King of the Hills coming back. Uh, great. There's a there's a kind of a lot of news here. I got to go through uh, and yeah, get some Futurama this summer too. Futurama is coming back to Hulu as well, right? Yeah, is it Hulu? I think it's Hulu. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, also, James Gunn announced a Batman movie would be called Brave and the Bold, and it would feature Damian Wayne as his Robin, which mm. is really cool. The little assassin, uh, child of his and Talia Agul. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, if anyone can pull it off, he can pull it off. It's just a lot of, like, I, I was reading where people, like, the concern is when you do tie everything together across so many genres and platforms, like the video game thing, it's not as accessible to everyone. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, accessible to who? The people that don't play the damn video game. Oh, well, yeah, but, like, I, I'm sure it'll be, like, 
it'll t- it's just like they do in the comic books. Like they all tie in, but you don't have to read all those small books. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. As long as it's done that way, yeah. Like Bat Family, like you could you read the Night of Owls, and you didn't. You basically need to read um, Batman and uh, Detective Comics to get the whole storyline. But if you wanted to, you could read the rest of the Bat Family books and get like these little side storylines. But they tie it in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just how comic books work, and I think that's what James Gunn's going for. Like, why make it and not tie it in when you could tie it in and give a reason oh, for sure. people to play? If for fucking inclusion, fucking people have a reason to whine about fucking every. I don't play video games, and you think I care that I'm going to miss a story? No, because some if I really want to do it, some asshole will post it to fucking YouTube. There you go. <laughs> Included. <laughs> oh, yeah, but then you got to watch YouTube. I can't watch. YouTube's free, so I don't want to hear anyone bitching. Uh, No, you have to have internet access. Not everyone has. There's, you know. Go so to any fucking Starbucks have... and get. They don't have Starbucks in the rainforest. I mean, they actually. They I'm sure they do. do. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Izzy. Yeah. Uh, also, all, the, all those loggers need their lattes. Supergirl: World of Tomorrow is a good book. I'm excited to see that they're they're she's a she's a jaded uh, a hole in that book, and uh, I'm excited to see they're doing that. Uh, the Authority is what I'm thinking about. The Authority is the Wildcat book. Oh, Booster Gold. They're doing that loser who comes back in the future with. To pretend he's a superhero. Mm-hmm. I see an, a headline here: "Fungal infections rising, giving fear that The Last of Us is becoming a reality." <laughs> I mean, it is kind of terrifying. But what is the the story behind it? Like, I thought it was like a zombie story. It well, they don't say zombie; they say monster. Okay. But uh, yeah, they kind of use. Uh, they, they they based the zombie thing off of a little more science. Oh, I the... get why they hate it. It's about global warming. You're talking about certain people hating it. Oh, no. It, it, look, like you just said, you'll find it. There's just it's about watch it. And you'll... Global warming? When, when you watch it and you're like, oh, now I get it. But, um, but yeah, that that's part of it, too. There, and, I mean, that line is just kind of basically thrown in there very a dire warning from a scientist if the temperature of the planet continues to rise fungi will have the ability to possess animals including humans there's no way Hmm? albeit not brainwashing kind saying like you'll die (laughs) yeah you you won't fucking turn into well no i mean it goes back to if you ever watch that it was a Nat Geo thing or whatever. I think it might have even been on a planet Earth at some point, but the that mushroom that like grows in like the ant's head and like takes over and then eventually it like parasite and then like takes over the whole head and then the colony and all that. Mm. It's kinda terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you know, yeah, if you could do it to if it happened to people, which it is kinda it it's creepy. Oh, so I, the, I they're saying that since our body temperature is 98.6 degrees, it's been enough to kill off fungal infections. But as temperature on the planet rises, scientists believe fungi are starting to adapt to the rising temperatures. And soon enough, the body temperature won't be enough to kill off a fungal infection. We'll just have to raise our body temperatures then, won't mm. we? Got to get a little exercise. Get some of those heat blankets I was talking about last week. <laughs> Everyone's going to be wearing starter. Oh, buy stock and starter. Yeah. Wear those starter jackets starter to keep jackets yourself in the warm. Future. That's going to fight it off. 
In 2021, over 7,000 people within the United States as a result of a fungal infection. What? This, this line doesn't make sense. In well, that's because more people are wrestling and they're all getting MRSA. 21, over 7,000 people with... That's a viral. Not fungal. Oh. 7,000 people with... Like, like athlete's toe is fungal. Oh, yeah. There you go. 7,000 oh, people within the United yeah, States that. as a result of a fungal infection... At this, he, I think he misses a word in this. Uh, oh, it died. Like died. Died. That's a big word to kind of leave right. out. Because he says, in comparison, just hundreds of people died similar infections as recently as 1970. Well, there's a whole lot more people. <laughs> yeah, and it's also like science. Like, right. you keep track of that shit now. It's like, right. oh, he died. Well, he died. I don't know. He died. Globally, upwards of 11, uh, 110,000 people die each year from serious brain infections caused by cryptococcus fungi. Fungi isn't transmitted from person to person, but through fungal spores in the air. They're in our homes. They're everywhere. Uh, we keep saying these fungi are rare, but must be the most common rare disease because they're now everywhere. Uh, it's just no. They probably just were always there, and we just realize it now. Something's always gonna kill us. So I just really know. Yeah. Point in caring. If you think nature's really going to take us out before we take ourselves out, you've got it. Yeah. On a, on a lighter note, Dr. Pepper released, just in time for Valentine's Day, a strawberries and cream flavor and a zero sugar strawberries and cream flavor. Uh, but you should, uh, you should definitely watch Last of Us. Yeah, we will. How about the Royal Rumble? Let's talk about that before we start the show. Oh, okay. I was in, so I don't, I, I don't, again, uh, say Groundhog Day, broken record, RK. I don't watch and stay current with the current product. But I try to watch, you know, the bigger pay-per-views. Mainly Rumble and WrestleMania are the two I, I like the most. Yeah. Man, that was an enjoyable show, the Royal Rumble. Uh, I only, what did I, I got home in time to see the, uh, Women's Rumble and then the main event. I didn't get to well, you heard me talk about watch it. it yet. Oh, yeah. I got the play-by-play. <laughs> yeah. So we had it on my iPad in the car. Or not the car, the truck. <laughs> the production truck. And um, the Rumble was enjoyable. And then uh, Cody won, obviously. Spoilers. And the Blacklight. Spoilers first. The Pitch Black <laughs> match was, was a cool idea and gimmick. And... Uh, Bray Wyatt looked like a beast. I'm excited to see what he does. I uh, didn't get to see the women's rumble, but I heard it was good. And Rhea Ripley uh, is a superstar, and she deserves to win. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, and then the fucking man, the Roman Reigns Kevin Owens match was fucking awesome. And talk about that's talk about that's heat, man. Build heat, yeah. God damn, they fucking the crowd fucking hated him at the end. That that was a solid uh, to get a, a a fuck you Roman chant going in this era of wrestling in that audience is pretty awesome. Yeah, because oh god, you know there had been because it's such a younger audience now. How many like eight year olds just joining in? Yeah, just like when my dad took me in like like my first my sophomore year of high school to see ECW at the Hamburg Fieldhouse and they started yelling Francine Swallows and he's like oh what, what is this he thought he was taking <laughs> he used to work WWE staff shows at 
you know, he used to do camera with Johnny at the. Yeah, and like you at, know, take your vitamins and all that right, other shit. Take uh, uh, Bruno San Martino and shit at the Fanberg Fieldhouse, and that's what he thought he was taking me to this historic venue, and it was ECW, and it was Francine Swallow Chance, and holy shit, and you fucked up, and you know, I was. <laughs> I'm sitting there at 13, going Francine Swallows. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, does she? <laughs> Do we know that for sure? I don't know if you'd be saying that. Uh, and speaking of Groundhog Day. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Speaking of Groundhog Day, uh, Tom Brady retired again. <laughs> that's good. Oh, uh, is that. Is, Do you think that's the joke? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Will he stay retired, though, is the, is the question. Because. Uh, Oh shit! Willie Joe's is closing. Squeezer, I just saw on Twitter. Willie Joe's? Yeah, we walked by that hot dog joint today. I think. Oh, oh, right down there on was that Liberty? This says the Lehigh Street one is closing. Lehigh Street. I don't know. There was one on Lehigh Street. Yeah, I don't know either, but apparently closing. Um. Yes, but that's sorry about that. I just threw myself off. <laughs> uh yeah tom brady retiring royal rumble was fun a lot of comic book movies coming out they're never gonna stop which i'm not mad at because they're fucking awesome most of them any more batman more the batman um more the batman with michael giancino uh doing the score uh, but uh yeah that's that's the new squeezer Oh, and I finally, you, you got to watch Andor, too. It's worth it, trust me. Yeah, I will. I will. Come on. Right. I want a list of everything you're watching when... <laughs> I want that from you. What did I, What was that to make you watch? What did you finally watch? Uh, Well, I finished up Andor, and then I, would, I fucking crushed through uh, Last of Us in like a one night. Well, only three, right? It takes a lot. Yeah, but still, the first one's an hour and a half. Mm. Second one's an hour. The other, the third one's like an hour fifteen. Um. Yeah, I, 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 we just were one episode to finish White Lotus Sicily, the season two. Um. And uh, but I like the first season better, the Hawaii season, actually. And Young Rock, and we really don't have anything else, so I guess we can start um, yeah, right. Last of Us or or Andor again. Third try, it's a charm for Andor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's get into the crux of our show. So the well, idea I behind love this... love a good crux. The idea behind the Groundhog Day show, because tomorrow's Groundhog Day, and we're hoping that little varmint doesn't see a shadow and... Let's his uh, freak flag fly and stays out from his hole, so we can end end winter and start spring, Squeezer. But yes. For us, it, it, we celebrate the movie Groundhog Day. Ah. And when people talk about a Groundhog Day situation, they're not talking about a rodent predicting the weather. They're talking about the Bill Murray movie where he keeps reliving his life over and 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 over again. Ah, over and over. Um, so we're 
honoring that movie by talking about the same things we've talked about over and 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 over again. It's like a greatest hits album. It's like a greatest hits. Yeah. Um, so I won first last week. Your little handsome face goes first this week. Like when we go to play like small casino venues, th- this is the stuff that you're going to hear. This is what you're wa- going to want to hear. Right? But then we're going to roll out the new stuff because we're too pretentious. Yeah. We're going to go Billy Corgan 10 years this ago. This is what you want to hear. Yeah. All right. Here is Squeezer's first pick of what you want to hear. Uh I guess I should pot it up before I, I play Ah, it. Groundhog Day in full effect. could this be this is the score by one motoaki taikinauchi uh-huh. uh, for the uh sega genesis uh classic land stalker yes it's been a while i missed you land stalker i think about her every day is it a it's it a heroin or are no. you are referring to I'm, the game I mean, uh friday is a are little you... elf uh bat fairy Chick that hangs out with you. So you're just anthropomorphizing the game and yes, assigning Yes, I'm referring to the game, not Nigel, our hero. Okay. Um, and if you wonder what goes through my head as we're just going on our walk, I often wonder the, what goes through your what head. I, this is what I hear. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can never talk too much about this game. Um, it's developed by uh, Climax Entertainment and Sega. It came out in 92. And it's the best part about it is, uh, other than it's generally a fun game, and it's a fairly it's linear RPG, but it the world kind of gives you some freedom to move around where it feels a little more open world. Um, mm-hmm. And you go to, like, load screen to load screen. And it's all it's isometric. Which is great because it allows to see like a lot of detail, but it makes it infuriating when it comes to the platforming, and there's a lot of it. Okay. A lot of like jumping from one square to the other, and it's literally like the 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 single footprint of the character. There's no leeway, and you can jump thinking no, oh that's it, and you just plummet to your death onto a spiky ball, and then you start all over again. Fucking spiky balls. Yeah, fucking spiky balls They're everywhere. Um, yeah, you 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 fight and then befriend wizards. You you befriend and then fight princes and dukes. Um, uh, oh, you could turn into a dog at some point. That's actually a side quest. Uh, you get some cool boots and and like flame swords and stuff. It's a lot of fun. And each, um. Like it's not like everything's a simple fetch quest. Go here, get this. Go that there, uh, and go there. It's to each step, moving along from like level to level, if you want to call that, or section to section. Like it's very story driven and almost like makes sense why you can't just oh, there's a, a tree here and I can't get through it. Oh, I have to go in like you know 
kill the monster and then it magically disappears. And like it, the story really drives it, and it's also very cinematic. You fly in an eagle in the opening sequence. There's mm-hmm. a cool boat ride. Um, God, it's such a fun game. Uh, and I, I don't think it gets enough credit. That's why I talk it up so much. Um, it it kind of fell to the wayside. And, like, of course, it always gets compared to Zelda, which I feel is unfair. Yeah, Zelda it's is not, not isometric. No. Uh, just because because you're an elf, because it's an like a, an action RPG with an elf and a sword that occasionally shoots laser beams, they're like, oh, it, it's the Genesis answer to Zelda. No, well, it's just how do you know that one of those doofuses didn't say this is our version of Zelda? <laughs> well, maybe they did. But they should. Uh, I'm hoping that someone else was in the room, knowing better, going, "No, don't do that. Just make your own game and don't worry about what they're doing." That's what I would say. Yeah. Well, what do I know? Yeah. Also, you fight a big pterodactyl, green-looking dude named Zach. He's mean. Uh He set his buddy on fire. Yeah. Oh, it's such a fun. I gotta get my uh, go and find a Genesis that works so I can boot it up. I mean, I could just go on Steam and pay ninety nine cents to play it. But uh, I one of those. I think I have it on my BitBoy right behind me. I can fire it up and start playing it in a matter under a minute. Could oh, and it oh. Steam and Mac. I could pay 99 cents for it, but it's not the same. You know? You say that, but I'm all for emulators. <laughs> no, I'm all, it, if it serves the purpose, but I mean, I already own the game. Why should I pay another 99 cents right. when I can go out and spend $90 on a new Genesis? Or um, $90 on a new it. emulator. Isn't Landstalker on that Genesis Mini? Uh, It might be. I think it is. I have I that downstairs. That I already have the cartridge. I, again, that's true. <laughs> it's right here. Um, and the artwork's kind of cool. The artwork for the, the Japanese version uh, is a lot cooler, of course. Um, what makes it cooler? Uh, just the way, just the artwork's different for the, like, it, it's, it looks, uh, it looks a little more badass. In uh, the American version, he's kind of got this, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, in, uh, what the hell? Uh, David Bowie in, uh, what the fuck's that movie kind of look going? This looks like, the Japanese one looks like a, a cross between Simon Belmont and Link. Yes. Right? It's the same, it's pretty- oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the American one, he looks, he's got the cot piece. Yeah, he definitely. He looks like fucking Dennis from Always Sunny when they did the Dayman shit. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh, I can't unsee that now. Fighter uh, of he... the night, man. Oh. oh, champion of the sun. He's a master of karate and, and friendship for everyone. Damn it. Oh, that was nice. Mm-hmm. We should sing together more. We should. That's. Oh, I, I should. Did I make that in a poster? I want to find that. That look good at my. 
What, the American the one or the Japanese uh, I went the Japanese version. I gotta find that. All right. Did they make it in a Shop- poster? We live Shopping with... In- we live in the wild, wild west of copyright infringement. <laughs> just make the make the poster yourself. Oh yeah, I already yeah. Just uh, whoa, that's. I typed in Landstalker posters and I get like naked pictures of Linda Blair and Raquel Welsh. Oh, Raquel Welsh. Hmm. I'm a fan. All right. Do a little online shopping with the rad years. She doesn't move her arms when she sings for Cal Walsh. Oh, Landstalker, Japanese art poster. Oh, 15 bucks. Nice. Little not man, the put same that shit in my hand. Then you owe me, owe me, oh. My jungle love. Oh, we, yo, we, yo. I think I want to show you, show you. See, we're singing together. Yeah. This it was one of those nights. I had a feeling it was gonna just be an off the rails. Just uh. Yeah, you were on fire with your jokes. Oh, thanks. I had to make up for last week. Was... Mm-hmm. I had one good yeah. one when I brought that when I did the callback. I hate this one. <laughs> it didn't hurt my feelings at all. Oh. I tried to the pat it with your sweet <laughs> handsome boy immediately. Was, yeah, but I already know that. I just the it was just you know, I knew my audience and I knew <laughs> I knew I'd get a pop. You made them all so happy. Yeah. Uh, I knew I'd get a pop. So you play to the crowd, Squeezie. You play to the crowd. Anyone ever order off or anyone that's not uh, listening to us right now order from Redbubble? You ever order from Redbubble? Never heard of Redbubble. Oh, good. I'm gonna. I'm about to lose all my personal info right now. Right. Just uh, put in your social security number for shipping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Well, I know it's legit because they need my social. So. Yeah. Why do you need my children's birth dates? Okay. Just so we know it's you. Duh. Uh, but yes, Landstalker is uh, awesome. If you uh, want to spend 99 cents on Steam, I suggest it's well worth it. Hmm. And uh, if you don't, the squeezer guarantee, if you don't like it, um, I'm sorry. No money back? No money back. I will just, I will apologize sincerely to you and then ask you what the hell is wrong with you. It's awesome. Okay. Well, that sounds yes. like a pretty good deal. Sincerely. Um, shall we go on to my first pick? Sure. Here is my first rerun, and come on, you knew it was coming, everybody. McDonald's takes you back to bedrock. Fellow Lodge members, introducing one that is truly unique, one of extraordinary appeal, the Grand Poobah Meal at McDonald's. A juicy McRib sandwich with tangy barbecue sauce, medium fries, and a medium soft drink in one of six Flintstone plastic collector cups. Grand Poobah Meals for everyone! Order! Order! They are such Neanderthals. What you want is what you get at McDonald's today. At McDonald's today. Oh, man. I feel like in the 90s, someone in the 80s, but mainly in the 90s, McDonald's went squeeze our all in on... uh, (laughs) 
uh, movie tie-ins, like like head first movie tie-ins with brand like plastic cups with your super size, special meals, Happy Meal toys, uh, glass mugs you could buy at a premium, like the full lots of different promotions for fucking like uh, this is I'm talking about. The 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 uh, they did more for the fucking Flintstones movie. Like this movie was gonna be the movie of the year. And I and listen, I like that movie, and I think it's good. And I love this promotion, and I talk about it often. With the Grand Poobah meal, it was a super sized meal. You get the fucking McRib, you get the super sized fry, the super sized drink, and the collectible plastic cup. What's well, not the love? Oh, uh, your heart. Yeah, I don't even like the McRib. <laughs> Remember the first you were with me the first time I tried it. It was yeah, we talk about it like I like openly like like you said, you like the idea of it. I do. Yeah. And then you finally have it and it's just the yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Um the Flintstones happy meal was these cool little like car there was cars from the movie, but they all came with like a little like uh destination like a house or a store that you could park the car in. There was the Flintstones house with Wilma and the Flintstones car. There was the Bedrock Bolarama with Fred and his like Corvette type car. There was the Lodge, uh, the Poobah Lodge with Barney. There was a Rock Donalds with um, Bam Bam and uh, Betty in their car. And there was a Toys Asaurus, a Toys R Us, with uh, Dino on a bike with Pebbles. And they were very cool. I had a couple two tree of these, even though I was like twelve. But eh, who cares, right? Yeah. Still getting it's happy okay. meals. Yeah. Still, you know, twelve is probably too old to be getting a happy meal. I should have been getting the double cheeseburger rally meal. I should have been getting that grand poobah meal. Get me yeah. used or to it. Or a twenty piece chicken nugget. Build a callus to it, you know. And then I would have liked it. <laughs> I I just didn't like the squeakiness as I squeezed it and it slid out the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the rock, they even had a rock Donald's in the movie, uh, trench fries and dino burgers and Rocco Cola milkshakes. I believe it was 19 over 19 dozen sold instead of, you know, billions sold. Oh, I get it. Cause it's still like new. Mm-hmm. Clever. But yeah, that, uh, I, those glass mugs McDonald's put out, I don't know, like, Am I just have I just not been paying attention to McDonald's for the last twenty years, and I miss that they still do this? Or like the Flintstones mug, glass mugs, the fucking Batman Forever ones. I'm sure there were others, but damn, I love those. I honestly, I think it's a combination of either uh, three things. One, yeah, you're not paying attention to it necessarily. Uh, two, if they do promote something, it's probably something you might not really care about. Mm-hmm. So that ties into one. I know they still tie in with Happy Meal toys. Yeah. But well, like the, the, the spend the extra and get the glass kind of thing. And also they're not allowed to do super sized meals anymore. And there's certain rules about like what you can do to advertise junk food that didn't exist in the nineties. Yeah. Oh, it was the wild west of mm-hmm. you know fuck with little kids' hearts. Yeah. Both physically and metaphysically. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think the main ones. I'm trying to look if. Oh, they they made some with uh, just 
1970s with glass character. The, the two main ones I remember, the Batman Forever ones. I had the Two-Face one where the handle was the coin flipping. Um, and the, the Flintstones one. So it was like 94, then 95. Like in that era, they were doing the glass mugs, apparently. Didn't really, but it was fucking cool, man. Man, that, that eBay won the two, Two-Face ones up there for fucking $111. It can't be right. I think of it as an investment in your future. Yeah, I'm sure. Hold on. I'm going to eBay. Izzy thinks we could find one cheaper. Well, I just found my poster cheaper. From a legit retailer? Uh, I was able to download a JPEG that is 1500 by 2100 hmm. So, that should be good enough to blow up into a decent little... So in a little frame. Yeah. This guy is selling one for $111.11 and the guy below him is selling a set of two for 799. <laughs> <laughs> uh one of them doesn't do their market research. Yeah. Yeah, you get all three for 24.99, yeah. Or you can get all three for $118. Oh, there's, there's, that exists? No, I'm saying just buy them. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> a set of nine down here for fifty eight ninety five. Someone really was making a collection. Making my whole glassware. Yeah, five forty two nine ninety nine. Yeah, this guy clearly is, I don't know, he's hoping for some mark to to buy it. But yeah, Grand Poobah Meal is my first pick. Talking about Groundhog Day pick. Squeezer, your second Groundhog Day pick. Come on, be where the action is. Jump in the car, hop a train, or ride the whitewater to Knoebels, Pennsylvania's largest free admission amusement park. The attractions are awesome, the action's non-stop, and there's fun for kids of all ages. Knoebels is a great place for camping and picnicking. And if you crave world-class thrills, you've got to fly the Phoenix. But that's not all. Better prepare yourself for the Twister. Coming this summer, only at Knoebels. Ooh. The Twister. I never got to ride it. Mick Foley's favorite amusement park. I, I could understand that because it's free. I've heard him talk about it on his podcast at least two or three times. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mick, let's go ride roller coasters. We'll go to the, we'll go to the Christmas shop and we'll, lick the, we'll touch the ice pole together. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love... Speaking of, my- podcasts really quick. Number one sports podcast and number five podcast, New Heights with Jason Travis Kelsey. A shout out on today's show, Lehigh Valley and the Lehigh Valley Casino, also known as the Wind Creek Casino. Man, yeah. nice. Jason went to a boxing match here and quite enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, so we, we would go camping. So it was like a, it was it was a whole event. Like it wasn't just going to the amusement park for a day. Like we set up shop there, and we were there for like five days. Isn't that what most people who go to Knobles do? I don't know. I, I I always assume that that's what you did. But there's a lot of like day pavilions and stuff. It's a good place to, you know, if you're just going up for a day, you know. Cause the thing is, it is in the middle of nowhere. Um. So. I'm, I mean, if, unless you're from up there, but 
you know, when you're not and you got little kids in the car screaming, uh, yeah, it's an all day thing. So, you know, you pack a cooler, uh, go and uh, have lunch at one of the pavilions and you just, you can wander around. You don't, it's free admission. Like it's open air. You just walk in like you're just there. And then you go and buy tickets or wristband and you pay for, you know, what you want to ride. Um, which is great when you have, you know, kids that don't necessarily want to go on rides or you just want to go on a couple. Or I, I was the Phoenix. You always had to buy a special ticket for that. Cause, mm. you know, it's the big roller coaster. It's the big get. And you never um, done Phoenix. No. Uh, as a kid, I was terrified of it. Um, and then uh, by the time I started getting in, although. I, I didn't go in the Phoenix, but the Twister, which was the metal one that is now in, where did I say it? It's Costa Rica, right? Yes. It's at their uh, children's uh, hospital uh, amusement park. Of course. Uh, so all proceeds for that, you go, you go to amusement park and all the proceeds go to their children's hospital like Costa Rica. That's, I, I, I think we talked about this last time. That's like how we should run everything. Mm-hmm. Like, all children's hospitals should be funded by amusement parks. You did say that, yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Groundhog uh, Day. You know, you have, yeah, you got your, your roasted peanuts. So you go and get, like, the, the, the roasted peanuts, and you take them back to the campsite. Peanuts. And knowing that, like, you didn't have to get too upset because you can just – you could take your time. You know, Squeezer. I'm the low and slow. It's like mm. the bar- – it's like the barbecue of amusement parks. Old pokey. You just take your time because you know <laughs> you wake up and you can just walk across the street to the amusement park tomorrow. Yeah. You know? Uh, and it was cool. And, like, there was always one day, like, oh, we're going to go to the pool this day. Because they had a decent pool uh, and some uh, some water slides. Uh, last time, I, I don't know if I would do camping again because the last time I was there, they kind of it, – it, it, looked like a, a FEMA camp. Like, it was, like, the campsites, like, the one I remember, like, I found the one that we went to, and it was, like, subdivided into three sites now. And, oh, like, yeah? they basically clear-cut a ton of trees and, like, crammed as much room, you know, for campers in as they can, which I get. You're trying to, uh, you know, you got to make money. And the more people that can camp, the more people you can get in your park. Mm-hmm. But when I was there, it was, like, a nice quiet little wooded little campsite you know that we were at but sure. yeah and then you had the chainsaw guy just like carving wood stuff uh haunted house that i was too scared to go in but you can go with me you can hold my hand i will go and hold your hand i will do that oh all right um but yeah and, and me you and Mick. it wasn't uh, I don't think we ever, other than like getting like the peanuts or the peanut brittle or some of the other like snacks around there, mm-hmm. like it was like forbidden. Like you never like went to like the food court or got anything. That was unheard of. There's hot dogs back at the campsite. So now the other thing, yeah, you didn't have to like carry all this stuff with you. You just ah, never go back. That's kind of like know? going to Firefly Music Festival. Yeah. <laughs> you camp. And when you want to have a drink or a snack at your campsite, you know, you want to chug like four beers because you don't want to drink the beers in there, you go back to your campsite and then you well, go. There's no drinking in the campground, RK. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, I don't, you're not supposed to be drinking in there. 
And your own campsite, you're not allowed to drink. I don't think so, no. Do people drink? Sure Fuck you, my mom and my dad not drinking there. I think my mom went through a bottle of wine a night, and my dad was just crushing a case. Cause <laughs> it's, what, it's what you do to kill the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I do adore it, though. We had our full-blown... Uh, the, 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 our... Our city we would build, our tent, and then the bug thing, and then another tarp over top of it all, combining it on the platform. So it was like, basically we built a little house, and then surrounded it with the uh, camel cigarette uh, Christmas lights, patio lights, that were made up of little camels, palm trees, and uh, pyramids. Hmm. That's what, that's what lit our campsite. That sounds classy. Yeah. It was, oh, it was very classy. Yeah. It, it truly looked like something out of a post-apocalyptic scene. It's like, oh, they found some tarps and these lights. That makes sense. Um, our camp. I, I love me my Knobles. Yeah. Our campsite at Firefly was we glamped, so they had a tent set up for us, a big safari tent. Ah. So we didn't have to worry about it. Uh, and then you just, if it got too hot, you kind of just fanned yourself off with your hand? No, there was electricity ran to the campsite with a air, stand-up air conditioning unit built into the campsite. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. If you do go, I suggest, go on the flying turns. It's awesome. The flying turns. Yeah, it's a wooden bobsled roller coaster. Wooden bobsled roller coaster. Yeah, so like... it's like a free-floating car in a tube. It, it, you're like imagine like being like in a bowling ball, just being like rolled down like a a chute. It's pretty cool. Ah, well, that is something. Maybe I'll get up to Knobles one day, yeah. and I'll yeah, ride the flying bobsled team. Oh, we could go team. on the carousel together and 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 try to. Oh, we're going together. The most okay. Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and me. Okay. Going a little date. And Mick. And Mick, yeah, the three of us. And then once we're done, I'll have him put the mandible claw on you. I'll be so happy. Then we'll we'll lock you in a dumpster and throw you over the edge or something. Or is that Mick and Charlie? Chainsaw, yeah. Charlie. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have to. I think you're the outlaws in this picture. Throws the fucking mandible claw on you, and he's like, "He's not going down, okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's got a massive erection." <laughs> uh. All right. Now that I made it weird. <laughs> I made it weird. No, I said now that I made it weird. Oh, you made it weird. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you made it weird. Yeah. Um with your Knobles talk. Which what? Have you talked about Knobles that much on the show? I would think so, yeah. Quite a bit. It always kind of pops up. It's kind of my go-to warm fuzzy memory. It is warm and fuzzy. Okay. I should go. I should move on to my. I'll try and get out of room. I have Izzy on my lap, so I have to like lean back to get the to the audio board. Here is my next Groundhog Day pick. 
No TV. No TV. What now? Hello, I'm Pee Wee Herman. Talking Pee Wee is really cuckoo. He's naughty. I know you are, but what am I? Soon you'll be that way too. <laughs> Whatever you may do, it's so much fun when he's with you. Banana sandwich. You go wacko. You go crazy. Which one you be? Talking Pee Wee from Matchbox for you and your kid. Cherry sold separately. What's that? Major Lock. With talking Pee Wee. Ah, <laughs> uh, talking Pee Wee Herman doll. Got it Christmas when I believe I was five years old. I pull my book out, squeezer, and look at my mouth here. You know that weird book I have? That's a Groundhog Day mm-hmm. event. Oh yeah. You know? Like pulling out my life book. I keep my list of enemies and my years of a lot of living. So, all right. I was born in 82. Uh, You need the book for that? So, Christmas of 82, I was five months. It wasn't then. 83, I was a year and five months. Um, 84, 2, 85, 3... 86, 4, and probably 80, no, 87, I was 5. That was probably when he was at his biggest, right? Um, well, yeah, when did the movie, when did the first movie come out? No, it was more, I didn't see the movie till I saw Pee-wee's Play, I, got, I was like a fan of Pee-wee's Playhouse. Googling Pee-wee's Playhouse. I'll tell you right now. When did the Pee Wee Herman doll come out? Because it was that Christmas. Wait, you can just look that up. Nineteen. It was nineteen eighty-seven. So see, I did my math right. I was in kindergarten. Good mathing. Uh squeezer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard to get. It was like an impossible fucking uh, toy because the demands for it were fucking insane um my parents didn't think i like said they weren't gonna get it and i probably wasn't gonna get it and um let's see this says in 1987 matchbox released the pee herman talking doll part of a line of products based on the emmy award-winning tv show peewee's playhouse 17 inch doll wore the character's trademark gray suit white shoes and a red bow tie pulling a string on the back of its a back of the doll caused it to utter one of Pee-wee's classic phrases like, I know you are, but what am I? And, Argh! and hey, what's that? <laughs> Magic! The doll's arms and legs. Oh, were... were you pulling the string on that? Yeah. I have one up right there on my shelf right behind me. Here, I'll get it. Squeeze it. Talk to the fans while I get my oh. Pee-wee Herman doll. Uh, okay, ready? We're doing... I also have an Urkel doll back there. Is he? There's my Foley work. He's walking. Climb, climb. That's um, the sound he makes when he's climbing. Uh, I don't live in like one of those the library from Beauty and the Beast (laughs) (laughs) that's how I picture it though you get the I I, I see you like kind of like holding out like sliding down the ladder with a basket in your arm with Congo figures ugh Now he is kind of wor- he's he's still mint in box. 
That thing's gonna come to life and kill you. I think this is what they based the crusty doll on. Like the uh, idea. Because you said I love it. Oh, could be, oh yeah. Izzy! Damn it! Oh boy. Izzy just turned. Izzy, get off the audio board. Oh. Just turn me off for a second. <laughs> turn this ball off. Good job, Izzy. Um, Let's see. He says on the side each time you pull Pee Wee's string, you hear one of his favorite expressions Pee Wee's arms or legs are posable. In the back, it says, Pee Wee Herman comes to you from his Emmy award-winning TV show, Pee Wee's Playhouse. This lively show has been credited with stimulating imagination and creative thinking in a wholesome environment of wacky, playful, zany characters. Um, attention adults, remove all ties and dispose of them properly before giving towards a child. For information on joining the Pee Wee Herman fan club, send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Pee Wee Herman fan club, P.O. Box, 19070 Encino, California, 91416. Each time you pull Pee Wee's string, you'll hear one of his favorite expressions. Uh, oh, also up here, it's funny it says this. Surface washable. Wipe gently with a damp cloth. <laughs> Why would you need to know that? What if you pee on it? <laughs> the one time, I didn't wet the bed often, but one time I did, and I drenched old Pee Wee here because he is... Sleeping in bed with me every night. So this has a Lionel Kitty City price tag on it, Squeezer. Mm -hmm. And he's retailing for twenty four ninety seven. dollars This is $25. That was expensive. Back yeah. then? Hold on. $25. That's like 45 50, almost 50 bucks. 97 today. $65.32. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Inflation calculator. It's expensive doll. All right. I'm glad I'm not crazy then because I'm like, why are my kids' toys so damn expensive? My action figures used to only cost like four ninety nine. No, actually, they're cheaper. Well, yeah, action figures. Yeah, but you don't have fucking squishmallows. Now with, like, inflation, like, like with the, you know... They're technically cheaper than they were when we were kids. All right, let's see. I'm going to say $5. Calculate. That a $5 figure was $13.06. And again, the figures are like 20, but they're like super more articulated. Well, I'm not even saying figures, but like uh like fucking $50 dolls and shit like that. No, yeah, Pee-wee here was 62. Yeah. How much is a fucking squishmallow? Let me pay for this fucking thing. Yeah, after he was arrested in uh, Florida, oh, they're cheap. They pulled all these toys from the the shelf. I wonder what it one goes for on eBay. Pee Wee Herman doll. From the shelf at like the uh, legitimate stores, but then they go on, they still went on sale at like all the discount shops or just yank, yank, yank. Yes. Uh, 
Oh, here's one. Uh, $85 plus $107.45 shipping in the box. But no, these are, you can get one in the box like I have here for roughly $100. See, they re-released it in the early 2000s. So there's two versions. There's not the Matchbox one, which is still expensive. But um, yeah, they re-released the Pee Wee Herman doll. Back when Matchbox was trying to do more than just... uh... There's also like a ventriloquist dummy version of the Pee Wee Herman doll. Hmm. I mean, he kind of already looks like... You could get an out-of-the-box one for like 20 bucks, though. Really not that expensive. Um, but yes, my, I, have, I actually have a picture of me holding up my Pee Wee Herman doll when I got it. Well, let me see if I can't find the date on this. Because usually my dad would shoot the, the television that had Time Weather Channel playing. Um, hold on, I'm I'm getting there, Squeezer. Enter- Holding on. Entertain the folks. Hold on, my heart. Ah, here we go. Oh, there you go. Whew, that saved you. Thank you for holding on to my heart. Uh, Jeffrey. I posted it of him, uh, and he was like. Please don't put a picture on social media of me with my shirt off, because he was like, bear. Oh, uh, the Christmas one. Yeah, fucking chest showing. So I drew like an Alf T-shirt on him, and <laughs> no such luck. There's no date on it, but it's me, my little red jammies, holding up my Pee Wee Herman doll. Aww. My dad behind me, shooting with the VHS camcorder. And I drew an Alf shirt on him because he's a bashful little boy. Yeah, I sent it to you so you can take a look. I never posted any of those pictures I said I was going to post. I'm a bad host, Squeezer. Naughty host. I was Wait, like, you, pick, you posted this, didn't you? No, 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 no. That was on mine. I never posted. Oh. I was going to post on our website all the pictures I was talking about. And I have, oh, to, yeah. I have to go back and listen to remember what I was talking about to post. All right, could, here. Could you also Photoshop some shoes on your dad? <laughs> I I did pho- I drew it. See, I drew that shirt on. You him. drew it on, yeah. I do, I do appreciate the 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 no shoes, no shirt, uh, but jeans. Blue jeans look is shit. I I mean, fuck, that is. I'm pretty sure if I had to pick like a a default outfit. Look at the I color. My dad is a. Look at the shit brown carpet in our house too. That's what, we God. had the exact same thing. The and, same same carpet, same end table there with the lamp on it. Uh-huh. That magazine's be- below it. Curtains and then and then is that a rug on a rug? Yeah, it is a rug. Yeah, on we a had rug. plenty of rugs on rugs. I was that is. I I don't know if there's a greater faux pas than. Well, it was rug on carpet. Oh right, it, no! It it that's yes. Rug on carpet. That's yeah. yeah. So to the right, you see our wicker TV stand no I pink. talked about last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you see that Hess's gift box next to it. Uh, I don't know what's popping out of it. 
Oh, I see that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Zoom in and enhance. It looks like my dad's holding his shirt he's about to put on in his right hand, but the picture was taken before he Oh, could... you think, oh, like it was a Christmas gift? Like he was changing, he wasn't just spending Christmas with you guys with his shirt off. Right, he was popping, Not, or I think he just, this was probably the first thing I opened, so maybe I was a little overzealous. I really don't know the story, but he was like, oh, please don't put the picture of me with my shirt off. I'm like, you bashful. Little boy. I'm like, all right, I drew a little shirt. He goes, Could it be anything from Elf? I hate it, Elf. <laughs> anything but I'm like, nope, it's Elf. Uh no, but like, yeah, if my dad were to have like a default wardrobe, yeah, it would have been uh blue jeans and no shirt. Yeah. Uh a Winston a Winston cup, uh, a Winston racing hat. And uh That's back when men were men. Yeah, the same same busted tennis shoes that he had for uh about 20 years. Mm-hmm. They're just white, shitty tennis shoes. Yep. Back when shoes were called, ten- sneakers were called tennis shoes. Tennis shoes. Yeah, I didn't, that's, yeah, I didn't even say sneakers. Like, my, I wore sneakers at the time, but my dad wore tennis shoes. Right. The computer wore tennis shoes. All right. Um, we're on your third pick, and we're an hour, three minutes in, Squeezer. Oh, we're, we're zooming. We're doing good time here on Groundhog Day. Here's yeah. your third pick. What happens when greedy pirates search for treasure? When peaceful islanders are forced to do battle? When imperial guards are on the lookout for danger? And hungry sharks for dinner? What happens? Legomania! Pirates are coming for you. Lego Mania. Exciting sets to collect from Lego System Pirates. Eat so separately. Uh, so it's been. I I feel like I talked a lot of Legos a while back, and it's been a while. And I always like talking Legos because not only I don't think you have the. And you admit that you don't have the attention span or the interest to play with Legos. And you don't have the attention span and interest to even listen to me talk about me playing with Legos. What? <laughs> That's a good bit. That's good. That's real good. Thank you. That's good. That's good. Um, That's good. good. That's real good. I trucker was watching... National Lampoon's vacation down there all day today. Yeah, I was watching it the other day, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you found a channel that just plays vacation all day. <laughs> nice. I'm just yeah, I'll just sit here. Um but if I had to pick a Lego set, the one that I think I had the most like kits from and uh, sets from, sorry I'm in my I'm in back in the like model mode now. My most Lego sets um probably came from the Pirates cuz it came they they launched in 89 and had some in like 91 and 90, 91, 92. So that's when, like, I was, like, you know, seven, eight, nine. Now it's like, oh, he's capable of building something more than just, I don't know, something that looks stupid. He can actually follow the instructions a little better and, you know, not swallow the small pieces. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ah! Oh, sorry. I thought that was the ad for this. No. Uh, What the hell is this? Bravo. Oh, it's one of those iRobots, but, like, with the sprayer that also, like, is a... Those don't work. 
It's a vacuum, but it's also like a Swiffer. Oh. Uh, you, you can't, you can't too much all in one. You mm-hmm. can't do it all. Yeah. Yeah. The Swiffer wet jet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like. I honestly, I prefer just the that generic Target one that they have, the the Target sprayer with the reusable pads that you can mm. wash. Because mm-hmm. then you can put whatever you want in there, and it just it does a good. It has a very nice mist. Turpentine. It does a good job. Yeah, just I just I bleach my kitchen floors every night you know, before we, I go to bed. He uses Bix uses the Swiffer in there. We should get him one of those Target ones. He could just fill us like L.A. Awesome in there. <laughs> yeah, you gotta deload it. <laughs> or what he what he would do is he would he would get uh he would take the lid off the thing and then take a can of Zep. Yeah, and, and spray it spray in. Spray the whole can <laughs> of Zep into it until the aerosol like condenses inside, and what little bit is left. He would then spray on the floor <laughs> with this spray bottle. Or you could just get liquid zap. But why do that when you could I already got these cans. Burn through burn through aerosol cans like a a, a preteen in the late nineties. Um so yeah, uh but yeah, that's not a bad idea. Then you gotta get a washing machine so you can wash them. No, not a washing machine. Then you get them uh uh a washboard and a tub. <laughs> yes, the hand scrub them. Then we can start a jug band. <laughs> we always you you immediately go back to Homer with the jug, right? Yeah, yeah. That's because that's the rhythm ah. and everything. It's perfect. Well, Lisa, Lisa was playing the jug. Hold on, my headphones just fell. Oh off. yeah. Fuck, Nancy, what are you doing back there? She's so bad. Lisa's playing the jog for Homer. Homer's like, did I say stop? <laughs> Classic. Uh, all right, but yeah, out of out of all my my favorite Lego sets, uh, Lego Pirates, I think, is kind of the coolest. Uh, like, you know, the space was cool, knights were cool, and then uh, then they did the dragon one, and later on they did the 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 western thing was cool. But as far as like unique sets and all like the cool, what made the best Lego sets was all the little cool add-on pieces that came with it. And the pirates was the best because you had like flintlock like pistols and muskets and and like those uh what is it, uh, cutlasses and stuff. Uh, you had cannons, you had functioning cannons, so. The early ones actually had a spring-loaded little cannon that you could pull back and launch one of the little Lego cylinder pieces, which was cool. Uh, you had sharks and rowboats, treasure chests, parrots, monkeys. Um, it, it just all the little things that came with it. Uh, fucking these were. It was a great, uh, great series. I think it's I. It's my personal favorite. I think it's the best. Series. There and you had the pirates and then you had the uh, uh, the Imperials and then they had the Islanders too um, and you had like little masts and stuff that were made out it was like they were fabric so you'd like have to like you build the ship like I had the um oh, which would I have I had the six two seven one Imperial flagship um. Where's the rest of the notes on this thing? Uh, I'm on the wrong thing. Oh, no. I'm on Brickset. I need to get on Brickopedia. Brickopedia. 
Brickopedia. With your Encyclopedia Brickopedia, no, your Brickopedia Britannicas, for the low cost of ninety nine ninety nine per month, <laughs> your child won't be a functioning moron for the rest of his life. <laughs> My mom's like, I'm going to take that gamble. <laughs> Six two seven one. All right, six two seven one. Cut that. That's the big fancy expensive one. Six two five zero. Six two. So this was. It was like the cheap of all the big boats. It was the, the cheaper one. Six two. Oh God! Oh, page keeps reloading. Trying to scroll. Six two seven one. Six two seven one. There we go. Oh, let's see. I'm gonna see. Only 317 pieces. That's not a lot. Well, because it's like the boat itself is just made up of like a few big pieces. How do you do that? And you kind of snap them together. Child's play. There you go. Child's play. Child's play. Oh, so, wow. Wow. So this was the cheaper one. This sold for 50 bucks in 1992. Oh. So what's that now? Hold on, let me go to my calculator here. Calculating. Make your dreams come true. (laughs) Calculators. We make our dreams come true. Where's my inflation calculator? I had it up here. Hold on, let me see. When your math is kind of weird and you're not really good at improving songs. I just okay nineteen. Just shut okay. the hell up. What year? Give them a, a nineteen ninety two. Nineteen ninety two, then in twenty twenty three, what? How much was it? Fifty bucks. Just fifty. Yeah. One hundred four dollars thirty cents. Wow. Well, I guess that's on par. Cause, shit, that's still that, even now. It's a cheap Lego set, I guess. Mm. All things considered, because then some of the bigger ones. Uh, uh, but yeah, I love this shit. It came with like multiple sales. Um, let's see, where was some of the other? Where was the big one? Where was the real big one? Captain Brickbeard's pirate ship. This one was this was a hundred dollars. Then so it's like two twenty now. I'm guessing. A hundred. Yeah. We just did fifty, and it was a hundred. Nineteen ninety-two. It's like two hundred. I calculate a hundred dollars is two hundred eight fifty-nine. Oh, I was off by like three dollars. Oh, but I lose on prices right rolls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were really fun, and you'd try to, uh, you know, make them float, and then they'd sink horrifically. Well, should they sink then, eh? But yeah, they they had cool little uh, great little figures. Oh, they had a little skeleton one too. Um, yeah, so yeah, I had yeah the Imperial flagship, um, which was the smaller uh, of the boats, but still. Oh, and then I had the, the raft raiders. It was a little pirate raft, um, and then uh, smuggler shanty, which was just like a little shack with the leaves. Like the oh, they had these cool little leaf pieces. And then, of course, he had the little flags, too, and a rowboat. And then uh, one of the cooler there, – there were a lot of little play sets, too. And there was, like, a medium-sized play set. And the plastic plate that it was built on was, like – it was painted. So, like, the outer rim was all blue, and then it was, like, 
sandy beach and like green inland so you actually had like a little island to build on uh that was cool and then they used a lot of pieces from the castle setting um but like just repainted <clears throat> black and gray to make like a pirate kind of cove thing and for some reason there's a rope bridge and rope and uh rope ladders going up to like a crow's nest and stuff but it, it was just such a fun set and it had sharks which with functioning mouths Hmm. Yeah. Sharks with functioning so, mouths. So I I promise this is I'm making a turning point in the show. I felt I feel like over the years I lost my way. And I'm going to do my darndest. Darndest. Uh, I got to work more Legos into the show cuz I know how much everyone loves me talking about Legos and MacGyver. Fuck, that's not even a Why did <sighs> you miss MacGyver? How did I miss MacGyver? How did you miss MacGyver? Ah, oh, shucks. Because I was trying to just pick, like, one thing from each, like, one TV show, which we all know what the hell that's going to be. But, ah. How did I miss MacGyver? Uh, there's another, there's another uh, squeezer fucking up the pre-production of the show. Here's your Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Awkward silence, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's another Groundhog Day and just stop. <laughs> just stop. Hey, here's a Groundhog, Rad Year's Groundhog Day event. Did you look at your uh, phone to see if it stopped playing? Yes. <laughs> Did Squeezer just segue without setting RK up at all? I mean, I guess that's what you're trying to do, right? Oh, no. No? I don't. I, I, What's your next pick? And we can say, well, uh, let me set it up. It's Legend of Zelda 64. Okay, go ahead. Oh, so, you know, and you got all kinds of cool things. Not as cool as, uh, you know, Landstalker for Genesis. You know what's cooler than Landstalker for Genesis? Nothing. This was. minute-long commercial for Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda 64, as it was known before the, the uh, um, release of it. And I remember booting it up for the first time ever and just seeing this. Being like, I was expecting like the Zelda theme. And no, you plug it in your 64, and this is the Christmas of 1998. And the first thing I, I got the gold card driving up, I go plug this in. It's, it's like a, it's dusk and he's riding outside of the castle in Hyrule, but he's an adult. But for some reason I thought we started as a kid. And this gloom, sad music. I mean, that night I had to go to Kmart and buy the fucking Prima Guide. <laughs> I was like, I can't get past. It, it, like you, you, 
described it beautifully, but like it just you playing that and like you just picture it in your head. You know. So uh I think it was like a year or two ago I sent you that video by um uh Good Blood on YouTube about a master class in subtext, Ocarina of Time is. And yes. he argues that it is um the saddest of all the uh, entries in the series. And he says uh, it's a half hour video. You could go, it's, so it's called Ocarina of Time, a masterclass in subtext. And it's by the YouTuber Goodblood. It's about a half hour. And he looks briefly at various titles in the Zelda series and how they delve into sorrow and regret, specifically calling out Majora's Mask and Twilight Princess for their naturally darker tones and the Wind Waker and Breath of the Wild for showing already fallen and broken worlds. He then points out to Ocarina as an often overlooked in this category in large part because of the general language that's used. He analyzes the script and explains that there are actually two complete star- stories of sorrow. He points to the small details found in the game's dialogue, locations, characters, and even architectures, and how they subtly thread together this sorrowful tale. It's a good, good story. Um, mm-hmm. I'm reading his description. <laughs> With lots of game footage, some nice visuals, and great narration to tie it all up, it's a powerful piece. Well, this is someone else's review of it but i thought it was his my first viewing of it completely entranced me and me too and i sent it to you right you watched it right oh yeah i watched it yeah. yeah uh so then i found another article about how it's sad it, it, basically it's saying like he lost years of his life because of the flow of time and he like lost mm-hmm. his childhood and there's like like japanese storytelling that goes into it that uh it's like they they invoke a hayoki maesaku and like uh, the Studio Ghibli movies and stuff. So, um, great game, man. I, I still remember plugging that in and turning it on and being like, "What the fuck?" And, and playing it, and being this is unlike any other game I've ever played in my life. Yeah, you didn't really get that cinematic feel like a lot before this well, time. The first time I played Mario sixty four, I was like, "This is unlike any game I ever played in my entire life." Mm-hmm. And then I and then. Not too long after that, I get Ocarina of Time, and I'm like, this is unlike any game I ever played in my entire life. Yeah. Well, I, w- I would say, like, Mario especially, it was like, it came with the gameplay. But, like, for that, like, it, it felt like that movie experience. Like, the only thing I can think of before that would be, like, a Ninja Gaiden with those. Well, even, like, the sandbox world. Like, yeah, Mario well, yeah, has that, a sandbox uh, world, but, like, not as vast as, as Zelda and and no, like that was that yeah. blew it all away. They're like, oh, this this is what it's this is what the future is gonna be. And now it is. Now it's like, oh, it's not an open world sandbox game. Fuck. Yeah. Which not every game has to be. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, but um. Yeah, Legend of Zelda, man. Shit, what a great. Or Ocarina of Time, great, great game. And then N64, it was a changed. I remember pre-ordering Wind Waker because when you pre-ordered when I had GameCube and we pre-ordered Wind Waker, it came with a, a a a GameCube version of Ocarina of Time, and I was actually more excited at the time to get that than I was to play Wind Waker. And then I, obviously I played Wind Waker. It was fucking incredible, and I love it to this day. It's my, probably my second, or no, I would say third favorite Zelda game. It's Link's Awakening, uh, which was the first game Zelda game I actually like played for a long time and actually like did well in. 
then Ocarina of Time, and then well, Ocarina of Time's one, then <laughs> Link's Awakening, then of course Wind Waker. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm just excited. It's one hour and twenty two minutes in, and we are going on your fourth pick, Squeezer. Up, oh, did I lose you? Oh no, I'm here. I'm like I was just like, oh, that's I don't want to rush you people. I, well, I we're not rushing. Do. It's you know we want like just... two hours last week, and I don't know if it was our best show. And now we're oh yeah, we we were definitely making it. Oh yeah, that's right. We we got done last week. I'm like, ugh. Was... Not Sorry, our best folks. show. And... Not our best. Yeah, that's why we can't. Now we're coming back strong, talking about the same shit we've. Yeah, done we we tried new material and it didn't work, so we're going back to the well and playing the hits. <laughs> All right, well, here we go with Squeezer's next pick. Kraft macaroni and cheese. It's coffee this for Bobby. Cup is out of phenomenology. Or a super nice remote. That's cheesy, sore as red by the Tony. Because when the cheese starts flowing, it's Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. It's DC Superheroes Balancing Toys, three different kinds. One free with exclusive purchase plus postage and handling. You can check specially marked boxes of Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Let's go. I want this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Doesn't that sound delicious? Right. Oh, you meant the the little figure people. Yeah, the figure people. Ah. Yeah, so, I mean, who who doesn't love hearing me talk about cooking macaroni and cheese on a cast iron wood burning stove yeah me yeah yeah ah man i can go for one right now too not that it tastes any different but there's something that comes with cooking on top of a cast iron stove that's not meant to be uh it just makes it that much better mm-hmm. um now what does your parents think about you doing this did you use butter and the milk or did you follow the instructions on the box uh, I kind of, I, I always eyeballed it. Mm, okay. Um, it wasn't, I, up until, like, within the last, like, two years, when I get scolded because I don't make it the right way, um, because they're, they're kids, and same with Mrs. Squeezer, like, it, it's like the McDonald's, uh, uh, Starbucks approach, where you have to keep it consistent to keep them coming back. Mm-hmm. So I guess for them, it wasn't consistent enough, like, and also, I, they didn't like the way I because I like it a little on, on the thicker, richer side. So I would uh, add in less milk and then stir it all up and then slowly add more in until I get to that right consistency. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they don't like that. They want to go by the measurements. I'm like, uh, although we do cut back on the butter. Okay. Is, you know, healthy. It's health. Yeah. We're being healthy <laughs> eating our craft, our craft, uh, I prefer uh, just Easy Mac. I don't want to fuck with the box. Ah, uh, no, I can't. Uh, ugh. Ugh. Uh, ugh. I can't eat that shit. Ugh, that garbage. How can you put that in your body, thief? <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I use the Velveeta Easy Mac, though. Oh. Hmm. Izzy, get off the audio board. No, I, I like the stuff that they uh, Come here. make across the street. It make it makes me question ever wanting to eat it when I smell them make it, but uh, oh the spray tack, the spray yeah it, it's the the smell of of powdered cheese is dare I say I I think it's whatever comes in like those little things that smell like vomit 
Mm-hmm. It's just powdered cheese. You can if you take that 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 fake vomit smell and put it on your mac and cheese. I bet it'll taste delicious. Okay. Um. Ah, but this stuff, and you gotta boil it just right. You can't. You gotta definitely go even shy of al dente. To be fair, like I like a little almost a bite in my noodle. Um. Fuck, I might end up just. I'm gonna go old. I'm just gonna fall off the wagon tonight. Make a whole box of macaroni and cheese for myself. Do it. You won't do it. I won't. No, cause if if cause when tomorrow they, morning they wake up for breakfast and you know mac and cheese to make them for breakfast, or some <laughs> shit, then I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you but, were able to eat it for breakfast as a kid, they should be able to. That's my argument. When Mrs. Squeezer yells at me, he's like, they can't eat that. I'm like, yes, but I did, and I turned out fine. I'm like, fine. They shouldn't watch that much TV. I'm like, yeah, but I did, and I'm fine. Right. Um. Yeah, like, whatever. Like, I didn't understand why eating something at some part of the day. It's like, fuck, no, I'm going to have some mac and cheese for breakfast. Oh, make a hot dog for breakfast. You know, no big deal. Leftover pizza and the cast iron. For dessert. Right. (laughs) Leftover pizza in the cast iron skillet over the... Do you make that on the fireplace, too, the wood stove, or was that on the actual stove? No, that was just in the stove. Okay. It's just on the stove. Oh, but leftover... Oh, leftover Domino's for breakfast is... Oh, sitting sitting in, in my basement in my hook and Peter Pan beanbag chairs mm. and just watching Home Alone, uh, like, on a Sunday morning because okay. there's nothing else on. Um... No, I'm not watching CBS Morning or whatever the hell it is. Who is? No one. Yeah, no one. No, I'd rather I'd rather watch Ninja Turtles or Home Alone for the thirtieth time on Beta. <laughs> oh, good times, but yes, I, I there was a time, uh, if you recall, I may have made macaroni and cheese on a cast iron stove. Not that difficult cuz really it does the same thing as your stove. Actually probably even boiled the water even hotter. Uh or faster. Faster you can't, you can't really boil it. Boil water hotter. Yeah. And it just becomes air mm-hmm. vapor. Uh but yeah, air vapor. Air vapor. Air vapor. Mm-hmm. The vapors. I got the vapors. That's why I got this new like chair. Uh, for Enchantress for Christmas, it kind of looks like an old school fainting couch. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For when you get the vapors. Huh. That's right. I, w- I would like a, a nice vapor couch for my office, but then people are going to, like, you know, sit on it. What's your favorite mac and cheese now in 2023? Uh, in, oh, yeah. So in 2023, I, I do. They like it. I mean, I for whatever is the cheapest on sale. But uh, they like the, the thick and creamy. Is that a, a, a craft? It's it's craft, yeah. It's it, We still stick to the craft in the box, whatever. Uh, the shapes, they were not a fan of the shapes. I don't know if it's a texture thing. Oh, I love the shapes the as a kid. Blends, they, they don't like that. But yeah, just the thick and creamy hmm. uh, they're a fan of. Me, I always, growing up, I always had, and was my favorite was the Acme brand. And it was a plain white box with a red Acme logo on it. And it, I swear it looks like something out of Wile E. Coyote. Mm. But that was my particular favorite. Just pl- Acme brand mac and cheese. Ac- you didn't even know. You just you only knew what it was because it you, it was the same shape box and everything that was on 
like and it was next to the craft stuff right and the acme growing up used to be where the giant next to the giant where the dick's sporting goods is right uh no no it was where uh michael's is now Michael. Which was Babies R Us across from Toys R Us. Oh, that's right. The Acme was over there. They, they had the Acme, and the Weiss was connected to the Whitehall Mall. Yes. Yes. And that's where Michael's was. Yes, <laughs> that's where Michael's was. <laughs> yes. Michael's went there, and then it became something else. Now it's a vaccine clinic. Michael's is... Walking. Well, it was, a, it was a spirit Halloween, too. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's a destroyer of... The vaccine clinic is... Is um where AC Moore was. Oh, they moved one up there. Now that it was, I thought they had one there too. They might have, but the the Michaels was a now, Spirit Halloween, and the the Lehigh Valley Hospital um, vaccine clinic was um the AC Moore over there, which was bought by Michaels and shut down. So Michaels, yeah. destroyer of planets and grocery stores <laughs> and malls. And now it's just Michaels, and they have a very poor selection of uh, acrylic paints. I'm not gonna lie, very frustrated. That's just—I mean, ours in particular. They just—it's very messy and disorganized. I um, but they had a good uh, deal on picture frames. I'm gonna have to stop tomorrow because I'm going to have to get a frame for my uh, uh, Landstalker uh, poster that I'm getting printed. Okay. Yeah, you just got it. Or are you getting it printed? You know what you should do? You should get it printed uh um sticker mule. They, on... they do nice posters. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. I can vouch for them. Sticker mule. Uh, do I, or oh, do I go through Dan's and have him do a canvas for me? Oh, there you go. They did a nice job with the with hmm. the what? Oh, it was a Christmas gift for Mrs. Squeezer. Oh, yes. Yes, sent them. Like I for Christmas, uh, you printed a nice canvas of my little girls. Can you now do this uh, canvas of a uh, video game cover from Japan from 1992 that I downloaded off the internet? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we can. All right. Um, but that leaves me now, right? Uh, yes. Um, gotta pull it up on my little. Uh... Behind. Uh, I didn't actually pull my picks. I'm just doing them live. Off, uh, off of YouTube here, Squeezer. I'm doing it live. Bloop. Bloop. <laughs> they got real rescue action. In our man shows, everybody's got a price. Mm. Ah, the American dream will put you to sleep. And Hacksaw's gonna cut you down! Ooh, he'll pay for that! I'll squash Hogan with my new Mach 2 Master! Man, Holster's gonna put the squeeze on you! And now you're taking the ultimate punishment! Let's get ready! I'll crown all of ya! New WWF figure so close to the real thing! It's like being in the ring! Ah, WWF Hasbro figures. That's right, yeah! I'll put the clobber on ya, yeah! <laughs> it's been a while. Are you are you yeah. okay? Um, so I now have the entire collection of these loose, aside from uh, one figure, the red Hulk Hogan mail away, uh, in in a uh, a IKEA glass case in my office squeezer. You see it? It's my 
favorite show piece. Mm-hmm. And I have the some of the new Mattel ones. So Mattel, they're supposed to be the next line of um, Hasbro cards after the green series, which were like one, two, three, kid, a repaint of Yokozuna. You got Ludwig Borga, the smoking guns, Adam Bomb. That was the green. That was the last, the dying breed of, of WWF Hasbro action figures. There was going to be an orange card series. And the orange card series was supposed to be a men on a mission, uh, Moe and Mabel, a uh, repaint of Doink the Clown in his evil Doink costume. Or no, a good, he was evil Doink. It was a good Doink. Uh, goddamn baby face on our hands. Uh, a All-American Lex Luger. And I believe a J E double F J A double R E double T Jeff Jarrett double J. Um, so ha- Mattel now has the WDF line. And they're putting out their retros, and they're not doing them on the shelves anymore. They're doing them in four packs. That you get. I have. I ordered it, and this pack was on orange card. And two of the orange cards were of two of the figures that were supposed to be the Lex Luger All American and the Babyface Doink. And the two others were a tugboat and a Rhythm and Blues. Greg the Hammer Valentine, which were also supposed to be WWF figures that were canceled at one point or another. Uh, and these figures look awful. But I also got my <laughs> Zombie Sailor Toy Orange Card Double J Jeff Jarrett Retro Heels and Faces, and it looks just like a Hasbro fucking uh, WWF figure. Like, why don't they just hire Zombie Sailor Toys? To do these future releases, because the ones they're doing look like shit. <laughs> and face it, now that you're selling them on uh, Hasbro Collectors or whatever the fuck like the website is, you're not selling them to kids. They're purely for like adults. So what do you yeah. care? Like what do you care? Why like why are you pandering to kid to kids? You should be pandering to us adults to buy your toys. Um, to buy our toys, yeah. I said, uh, like, uh, in comparison, Squeezie, here, I'll send you this from WWF Hasbro book on Instagram. He compared, like, the prototypes that were actually released of the Hasbro versions plus their Mattel counterparts. And the Hasbro versions on the left, the Mattel versions are on the right. Yeah. So Zombie Sailor. Now let me show you Zombie Sailors. Jeff Jared. I have one here. Um, on my floor, I I ordered him. Squeezer. Uh, I ordered him probably back in July. Are you getting into an internet fight? Yeah. I, this guy's like, you're comparing apples and oranges. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, idiot? I don't know if he's confused. or So the problem is Zombie Sailor launches Heels and Faces line. And then mm-hmm. every idiot out there, like this guy called Hassle Toy, who like I quit following because I feel like he ripped me off a few years ago. He's starting one, and he's calling it Gimmicks and Grapplers. Like, very original. Kind of like Heels and Faces. <laughs> and he's signing people. And then there's some, this guy called Cello Toys started has one going and and they apparently suck so i don't know if this guy's fighting with me is associated with someone who's not zombie sailor 
even though Zombie's my boy, you know, so obviously I'm taking his side. But his shit fucking uh, walks and walks the walk and talks the talk, Squeezer. Wait, do you actually walk and talk? You have the right imagination, they do. Oh, you shouldn't. I got my first one. My dad took me to Toys R Us when we were at the end cap. And my first one I bought was the Big Boss Man. And my collection only bloomed from there. It was like my favorite toy line. Clearly is why I have them all. They're beautiful mm-hmm. figures. They're very inarticulate. They do one move, but goddamn, do I love them. And do people, because the demand is still there for these retros. I mean, the first WWF figures were those fucking rubber LJN ones that you could use as a weapon to, like, blood. Yeah, it's, it's like, nice for home defense. Yeah. It's a, you know, put a couple in a fucking pillow sack and you could beat someone to death with it. Uh, so th- at least these did more than those. But compared to wrestling figures of now, you know, that really started with Jack specific when they took over the line and mm-hmm. when they went to Mattel. They're very much lifelike and look like the characters and can do a lot of things and have a lot of accessories, hands, and whatnot for posing. That's not what we want. We want very, very retro-looking figures that do one move on the card in a bubble. Squeezer, that's what we want. (laughs) All right, that is it for Hasbro. Squeezer, your last pick. Of course, this is what it is. And faraway place, the planet of New Texas floats deep in space. Sky three suns, land of precious ore, the carrion rush brought outlaws by the score. And one day alone. Do we have to listen to the Position. Oh yeah, I love when the the uh intro song just tells you all the backstory you need. Yeah. No like, need for a pilot. Is, like the if this is the pilot, fine, so be it. All right, here we, uh... Brave Star. Brave Star. If it's the pilot, you know, like, you can actually squeeze this up, make a whole episode out of it. But you didn't. Um, you made it the open, and then you, you continue with it to, uh, you know, every every episode. Uh, but then it opens up. Oh, it's always an awesome uh, soundtrack, awesome score. It's like the cool planets and stuff as it... Zooms in on uh, New Texas and oh, God, just what a great show! It uh, it's a shame it kind of got lumped. Unfortunately, its toy line did not do well. Um, it kind of bit itself in the ass because the figures were too big. I mean, they were great. They were beautiful figures, awesome. They came with like laser packs that ran off nine volt batteries. Um, but they were expensive and they were big and they didn't. Uh, hang so they took up a lot of shelf space and that means you could stock less which means you can sell less and it's less room for other toys so I think that had a lot to do with it oh and they didn't sell and it also was kind of like a little late to the party Um, and I mean it's got like stiff competition coming in from uh, let's see what fucking year was 87 so fuck ghostbusters gi joe still going strong fucking yeah god damn it was it was a lot 
Uh, but as far as a show goes in the cartoon, like the quality of it, when like we look back, like you know, a rosy eyed and shit at like uh, you know, Motu and stuff, and I'm not I'm not shitting on Motu, but like we go back and watch a lot of these cartoons that we love, and you're like, ooh. That was definitely like you see like where they cheap out on some of the animation or the writing is a little uncomfortable. And don't get me wrong, that happens with Brave Star. But some of the themes and the way they tackle it and they just I mean, other than like uh Deputy Fuzz and the little rat sheriff, um, you know, like it's kinda a little more I don't want to say mature, but it, it treats the kids a little more mature. It gives you just the benefit of the doubt that the kid watching isn't an idiot, and they want like a real hero that's not a bumbling fool. Uh, and you get a cool anthropomorphic robot horse anthropomorphic? with a cannon that can take out the Death Star, uh, and some a pretty uh, cool. Uh, 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 Rogues Gallery of Bad Guys to go with it too. Um, I I really think like this is now's the time. Uh, hold on, Izzy just turned you off. I Izzy, on, what did you do, Izzy? Like, God damn it! Do you not like Brave Star? Do you not like Brave Star, Izzy? Squeezer, are you there? Hold on. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Are you still there? Ugh, fucking Izzy. Am I still? Am I there? Hello? Radiers? Hold on, Izzy turned you off. Sorry. I hear me. Hello? Izzy, you freaking little jerk. You. Look what you did, you little jerk. Look what jerk. you did, you little jerk. She just jumps up, and I don't know how she fucking somehow always hits, like, one of the switches we need to do the show, but she does. Yeah, we have to make, like, you have to make, like, some kind of, like, cat cover for the audio board. Well, yeah, we're gonna make it. I just gotta... Oh. Yeah, no, that I was just doing um Groundhog Day. Uh, Groundhog Day yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Groundhog Day. Uh, yeah, yeah, we I Groundhog do have day. to I have to measure this and get you measurements. Izzy, you're so bad. Uncle Squeezer's trying to tell oh. a story. Yeah, about how awesome Brave Star is. And I, I really think like now is now's the time. Like yeah. And I, I want a full Brave Star relaunch. I want a new I want a cartoon. I want uh craft macaroni and cheese shaped Brave Stars. I want Lego Brave Star sets. I want a ride at Knobles. Uh a Brave Star ride. Oh fuck. Come on, HBO, do it. Do it. Take this. HBO. Take it. You, you did it. it. Do what you take Brave Star and do what you're doing with The Last of Us. And uh oh, give me Brave Star. Give me some hope. Yeah. You are. I'm going to lock you out of here if you don't not stop being bad. She's so bad. What if What if I just made little like kitty handcuffs? <laughs> kitty cuffs. Kitty cuffs. You're under arrest, young lady. Yeah. Oh, it'd be adorable. Would be. I'm sure Peter would have something to say with it. Yeah. Fucking Peter. They ruin everything. Yep. Anything else on Brave Star? Uh, yeah, everything. It's awesome. I mean, I would say anything you haven't said already, but this show is about saying things we've said already, so it oh, really gotcha. could be seven hours if you get that all in. But 
Ah, uh, no. You, we can move on. Moving on. Oh, if, if you had to pick one episode. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, go I, ahead. Uh, fall, we watch Fallen Idol. Go back and rewatch Rad Years when we watch Fallen Idol. Fallen Idol. I said it wasn't even bad. You said you're like, wow, yeah. that's not bad. It's not bad. Fallen Idol, little Izzy. All right, my next pick. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Rock and Roll. And only Pizza Hut has their great new cassette with 10 bodacious Ninja Turtle tunes. Get a cassette for your kids for just $3.99. Pay, act fast, and get a most excellent autographed poster. An official tour book absolutely free. But hurry, because this is one rock and roll deal that's too awesome to miss. jumps up again uh so this is clearly out of all the ninja turtle stuff that came out of all the years this one always struck a chord with me i was really obsessed with the coming out of the shells tour i had the cassette what taped the pay-per-view the the, the concert off pay-per-view squeezer you there yeah i'm here just making sure Ah, uh, is he listening along with the rad <laughs> i was just making sure he didn't turn you off <laughs> <laughs> She keeps jumping up on the fucking audio board. I don't know why she likes jumping up there so bad. She it's like she knows what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, she well she know she gets a rise out of you. It's like, oh, this pisses him off. <laughs> I am a cat. I will do this. Ah, she's back up. <laughs> she put an effect on. How did you do that? <laughs> that wasn't even like I'm that that was not. <laughs> <laughs> that, you're not doing a bit. I'm not doing a bit. Please, Izzy, stay off the audio board. She's up there being all cute, nuzzling the microphone. You're very cute. Aww. We all think you're adorable. Just get on my lap here. Come on. We have a few minutes of show left. Let's not ruin them for us. There we go. Yeah, on my lap. There we go. Good girl. Um. Okay. The coming out of our shell tour. Uh, the, I, the cassette, which I actually have back there, I rebought it on eBay for my cassette collection. Um, I love those. It was my fucking jam. I played that from tip to tail. Kind of other people out there were, you know, playing uh, Beastie Boys and uh, Metallica and Madonna and and MC other, Hammer, MC Hammer, and the uh, uh, what are those fucking douches names? Uh, New Kids on the Block. Was, yeah, New Kids on the Block. Um, I was playing... They had a bunch of hits. I was playing Ninja Turtles coming out of our shell. Like, that Chinese was my... Chinese food makes me sick. Oh, you're doing a bit of your song. Yeah. Your Abercrombie and Fitch girl song. In the summer. In the summer. Didn't you do that as a pick? I might have, per Mrs. Squeezer's request. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I loved it, and I have the cassette. I rebought it. I listen to it still. It's fun, and I like. I played. I think over Thanksgiving they were on. I played their uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade appearance. Squeezer. Oh, oh I yes, yes. I and I also that. have the NECA action figure kit of them, which you know what? I have still in the cellophane. I should open it up and display those bastards. Let them breathe, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to sell them and be rich. I just I bought them. And now I should open them up and let them breathe. That's what I'm going to do. Right, Is? Free them. 
but it's now officially Groundhog Day in a couple hours. A ah. little varmint, a couple of miles away from us. Where's Puck's Pucks I drove there. It's about 100 miles away, maybe. Yeah, two, three hours. Two, three hours. He's going to come out of his little little area, and if he sees his shadow, he's going to run back in with six more weeks of winter. But if he doesn't see his shadow, then we'll have an early spring. Winter's going to be over on March 21st, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to... It's nice to pretend. Yeah. Now, a true, true uh, uh, Groundhog Day theme would be for Izzy to knock the uh, recorder off and fuck up the recording. Well, that was Olive. It was Olive, but it, you know, it's part of the show. Right. And we'd have to do the show all over again. But I record directly on the computer now. I don't use that that backup recorder anymore. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. All right, that's uh, that's this week's show. Nice, good show. It was a good show. We, we totally redeemed ourselves. And now, Squeezer, after all these shows where you don't remember what we're doing, do you know what we're doing next week? Oh, next week is Winter Grab Bag. Winter Grab Bag. Then the Retro Cinnamon Show. Oh, which we got to pre-record. Which we have to pre-record. Then everything Looney Tunes show. Uh, then March is TV in '89, video games in '89, Retro Mint show, then School Day Memories, and then eventually we'll get a uh, WrestleMania show. We got some, we got some things in there. But I, yeah. I already forgot. What's next week? <laughs> Winter grab bag. Oh, this is so cute. We have to do the cinnamon show because you'll be in um, Happiest Place on Earth. Uh, not Wegmans, but. Disney World. You and possibly Jalen Hurts. Uh, I know. Or whoever the Super Bowl MVP is. Uh, what the? What is it? Looney Tunes is after Cinnamon. Yeah. If it's if it's Jason Kelsey, I'm coming down to meet him. Oh, all right. We can hang out. Yeah. He says I'm going to Disney World. I bet he could drink like a shitload of beer too. I'm hoping he just says Disneyland. It's I know, I know, but he's not. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. Well, that's everything. Uh, we'll be back next week. I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.